again, everyone, and welcome to our first Bridge Hunters Chronicles News Flare podcast for 2023. This is our first edition for March 4th. I'm Jason Smith. After over three months' absence due to non-podcast-related issues, including illness, we are back to present you with the finest news about the historic and unique bridges in the United States, Europe, and elsewhere. And we have some really good ones for you in this week's edition. Here are the stories you'll be listening to. Historic rail-to-trail bridge near Huntsville, Tennessee to be torn down and replaced, sparking nationwide controversy. Abandoned historic swing bridge in Bridgeport, Connecticut to be removed for safety reasons. Historic Janesville, Iowa bridge being torn down and replaced. Two-span railroad bridge in Indiana dismantled and awaiting relocation to a new home. Motorway bridge in Wilkow Hassel, Saxony, Germany to be rehabbed and widened. Plus, we have the latest on the bridge replacement project at the Lindelnes Schley Drawbridge near Eckenfurden in Schleswig-Holstein. And lastly, a photographer's tour through Montana's past with the state's historic bridges. Now the news. Huntsville, Tennessee. A rare historic bridge, which had been a popular attraction for cyclists, hikers, and even photographers, will soon become a memory. The Scott County Commission last week approved a measure that will tear down the Oneida and Western Railroad Bridge and replace it with a modern structure. The ONW Bridge was built during the 1880s, yet it was relocated to this site in 1915 by the Nashville Bridge Company and was part of the Oneida and Western Railroad for almost four decades. The railroad was established in 1912 and connected Albany, Kentucky, with both Jamestown and Oneida in Tennessee. It was needed due to coal mining in the region. Passengers were greeted with beautiful high cliffs, especially along the Cumberland River. The line ceased operations in 1954. The Whipple through truss span, which features pinned connections and ornamental portal bracings, was later converted into a pedestrian crossing. The bridge was closed in 2015 due to deterioration of the wooden decking. Yet, a new deck and fencing were added two years later. The ONW Bridge is one of four bridges that the county's road authority will apply for funding to replace, meaning there is no fixed replacement date as of present. Yet, the plans for demolishing the bridge have sparked an outcry by locals, historians, and members of the historic bridge community, calling the demolition plans obscene and demand that the county retract their decision at once. Whether this will happen remains unknown, yet the Chronicles will keep you posted on the latest. The bridge is located in Scott State Forest, 25 miles west of Oneida. Information on the bridge and the railroad itself can be found in the newsflyer articles via links. Bridgeport, Connecticut. Work has been progressing to remove the Pleasant Beach Swing Bridge, spanning the Lewis Gut between the city and Long Beach. The, be- the bridge was built in 1927 and featured two wooden trestle approach spans and a worn through truss swing span. The bridge was closed to traffic after a fire destroyed much of the southern trestle section of the bridge in 1996. Until recently, the city had been struggling to find funding possibilities to remove the structure in its entirety, while at the same time facing pressure by the U.S. Coast Guard because the crossing is a hazard. Since 2014, Long Beach has been accessed again with this time with a water taxi, and after months of renovations, has become a tourist attraction again after years of neglect. Last year, the city was granted $2.7 million in federal funding from the COVID Relief Fund, and since then, work has begun to remove the eyesore structure. At the time of the podcast, the burn section of the bridge has been completely removed, 
and work has now shifted on removing the swing span. Once that is completed, the timber framing and stone ribbon will follow before they finish with the removal of the northern trestle span. According to the local news stories, the project should be completed by the summer and work has been ahead of schedule. There have been attempts at presenting proposals to construct a pedestrian crossing at the old bridge site and the city is hoping to invite the governor this summer to talk about the project. But for now, visitors will have to use the water taxi in order to access the beach complex while at the same time watch a piece of history become a memory. Janesville, Iowa. A historic bridge built during the days of the Works Progress Administration is no more. Since January 3rd, crews have been tearing down the Janesville Bridge, a three-span riveted through-truss bridge with West Virginia portal bracings and V-lay struts with heel bracings that used to span the Cedar River at 7th and Mabel Streets. The bridge is located north of Janesville at the Bramer-Blackhawk County border. The structure was built in 1937 by the Illinois Steel Company under the auspices of the Iowa Highway Commission, which had the authority to build standardized truss bridges at that time. The structure was rehabilitated in 1986 with a new concrete deck. The 437-foot-long bridge used to carry Iowa Highway 936 before it was demoted in 1997. Crews are currently replacing the entire structure with a new, wider bridge, while at the same time rebuild the approaches to the bridge. At a cost of over $6 million, the new structure is scheduled to be opened to traffic by November of this year, barring any unseen circumstances including the weather. The city of Janesville has a website that looks at the progress of tearing down and replacing the truss bridge, which includes photos and a summary of, of the project with updates. You'll find that link enclosed in the Newsflyer article, as well as some other information about the bridge. Janesville is located between Waverly in Bramer County and Waterloo in Blackhawk County in East Central Iowa. Connor Prairie and Noblesville, Indiana. Crews have removed the historic railroad bridge as part of a bigger bridge and road project, yet there are plans to restore the historic structure in the future. The Midland Bridge, also known as the Connor Prairie Noblesville Railroad Bridge, or the Conrail Bridge, was a two-span pin-connected Pratt through-truss bridge with diamond-shaped portal bracings. It was built in 1893 by the Union Bridge Company of Buffalo, New York in Athens, Pennsylvania, and had served rail traffic until the line was abandoned in 1982. The two cities have formed a partner partnership for the project Reimagine Pleasant Street, a project that features the construction of a new bridge over the White River at the site of the railroad bridge. Work has been ongoing to construct the street and adjacent trail with the purpose of improving mobility in the area. The historic bridge was removed two weeks ago and has been put into storage as an outdoor museum on the Connor Prairie side of the river. Plans are in the making to refurbish the truss bridges and re-erect them back over the river. Funding is still being sought for that project. The new Pleasant Street Bridge and, and the highway itself is expected to open the traffic by 2025. The two communities are located 10 miles northeast of Indianapolis. Zwickau, Saxony, Germany. Travelers taking the motorway 72 between Hof and Bavaria and Chemnitz in Saxony will need to plan more time ahead in the next two years, as a key viaduct in Wilco-Haslow will not only be rehabilitated, but also widened. The Wilco-Haslow viaduct is a 670-meter-long viaduct with a height of more than 50 meters above the ground. Spanning the Zwickau Mulde on the south end of town, three, miles, three kilometers south of Zwickau, it was originally built in 1939 
and was spared destruction towards the end of World War II, when locals sabotaged the Nazis by defusing and removing the explosives, which would have brought the entire structure down. The bridge was restored in 1995 with new girder decking. Now the Saxony Ministry of Infrastructure and Commerce, short LASIF, as well as the Autobahn Corporation, Autobahn GmbH, have announced plans for widening the bridge. According to the Chemist Free Press, the decking, including the asphalt, will be replaced, yet the girders will remain intact. The lanes will be expanded by over a meter in each direction, yet the bridge will remain a four-lane crossing. The widening of the viaduct is part of, the, of a larger project to expand the motorway 72 to six lanes in total between Reichenbach and the exit Zwickau Ost. The project will begin on March 20th and expected to last two years, barring any unexpected surprises. The project will begin on the southern half of the bridge, whereas traffic will be diverted to the northern half, with it being reduced to two lanes total. Upon completion of the southern half, the project will, will switch to focus on the northern half. Detours are possible through Zwickau, but as, along the bridge alley between Wiesenburg, Schönau, and Wildenfels as soon as that's open. Currently, that road is still closed due to weather-related delays, as workers are waiting until the snow melts before they can add the asphalt and finish up with the construction of the new bridge that's located near Schönau. The bridge was replaced last summer. Once that's totally completed, the bridge alley will reopen, which will most likely be towards late spring, specifically sometime in May or June. And now, an update on a construction project involving the Lindenschleid drawbridge, located north of Eckernförde in the German state of Schleswig-Holstein. The drawbridge, which was relocated to the site in 1927, is in the process of being replaced with a modern drawbridge. That project began in 2020. Since September of last year, the historic bridge was shut down to all traffic, including railroad, but the pedestrians were allowed to cross the bridge. At the same time, temporary railroad stops were established on each end of the bridge to allow communities to access their trains going to either Kiel or Flensburg. And the drawbridge span remained in a down position during, during the winter months, thus blocking access to the Baltic Sea from the River Schlei. Shortly before the boating season begins in April, workers have discovered several problems with the drawbridge span, which could have a detrimental effect on shipping. This includes cracks in the concrete weight, corroded metal, defective cylinders, and other technical issues. Crews are racing against the time to repair these elements so that the span can be functional before the start of April. According to the German railways, the bridge must continue to serve traffic and uh, be functional until the end of 2025 when the replacement span opens to traffic. The historic span will then be removed. Therefore, efforts will be undertaken so that the bridge can continue to serve its purpose until then, which will include observing the bridge and some of the functions and flaws and so forth, and making the necessary repairs. The bridge will reopen the traffic once the repairs are completed, and with that also the rail and vehicular traffic will resume crossing the bridge. It is hoped that the drawbridge can function to allow for ships to enter and leave the Baltic Sea along the Schlei. The Bridge Owners Chronicles will keep you posted on the latest with this project. And our final story takes us to Montana. When we think of Montana, we think of the Minneapolis School of Bridge Builders, featuring several bridge engineers and bridge companies from the largest city in Minnesota who left their mark with over hundreds of truss bridges that were built from 1880 until 1940. Historian Fred Krivik developed, uh, documented their impact on the development of Montana's infrastructure through several of his works, including the book on the historic bridges of Montana, which was published in 1982. 
It's no secret when visiting historic bridges that one will see the signatures of Gillette and Herzog, the Minneapolis Bridge Company, Minneapolis Steel and Machinery Company, the Hewitt family, Alexander Bain, and Commodore Jones on the, on the builder's plaques and written in history books. Now, the Mazilda Art Museum has opened an art exhibit devoted to the state's historic bridges, but through the eyes of a photographer. Entitled, For the Record, Photographing Montana's Historic Bridges, Powerhouses, and Missile Sites, Inside and Out. The show includes 28 photographs that Missoula artist Christy Hager shot during her years as a photographer at the Historic American Builder Society and Historic American Engineers Record, short, haps, and hair. Hager shot more than 600 images to document the utility and security infrastructure across Montana, uh, according to the museum's press release. The archive, with her name on there, can be found at the Library of Congress. Photographer Tom Ferris scared, uh, scanned the negatives and converted and enlarged them for high-quality print. This exhibit will travel around the state through the Montana Art Gallery Directors Association until 2025. Funding was provided by the Montana History Foundation. For those who are interested in looking at the exhibit, it will be at the Missoula Arts Museum through May 20th. You'll find information about that in the News Flyer article. And that's it for this edition of the Bridgetown's Chronicles News Flyer. I'm Jason Smith. To follow up on the Bridge stories and all kinds of interesting facts, please subscribe to the Bridgetown's Chronicles directly on the web or the social media. we got some very interesting stories to share with you. Until next week, happy bridge hunting and happy trails till we meet again. Take care. Bye now.